When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we are back with our co-host, Dalton Garrett. We are here to talk about some Major League Baseball. We're going to give our uh, our picks out of who we think's the best team in the AL and in the NL going into the All-Star break. Got about a week left. And then uh, we're going to talk about the rosters that were released today, the AL rosters, NL rosters, going to talk about potential snubs, uh, the pitchers on both sides, uh, who we disagree and agree with. So I uh, can't wait for this episode, man. DG, how you doing tonight? Uh, doing, <clears throat> doing pretty good, dude. Just um, kind of been chilling around the house this weekend. Fiance is on her bachelorette trip, so haven't been doing too much. Just uh, hanging out here and watching some baseball, uh, watching some Stranger Things, trying to catch up on that. Um, just kind of like I said, having chill, relaxing weekend, man. Bro, I haven't started Stranger Things, but the boys is one you need to get on. All right, that 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 show is probably the best one out right now, man. I mean, it, it's legit, top to bottom. I mean, every time something happens, I my jaw just drops, bro. Yeah, I, I'm gonna try to get into that one once I finish uh, Stranger Things. I think. Yeah, like I don't know if you're into like super villains, super human people and all that stuff, but I wasn't into it. I'm not a big Marvel and DC kind of guy, but this right here, man, this is different and I'm into it. Um, it it's a hell of a show. I, I've almost I've almost completely blown through the first three seasons in like three days, man. Yeah, I started Stranger Things Wednesday and I'm already on uh, the second episode of season three, so. <laughs> I've been grinding it out, man. Yesterday I watched a bunch, dude, because I was I had a uh, a long night Friday night, so I was out hanging out with some friends in my house by the pool for a little while, and uh, so I had a lazy day yesterday, man. Just kind of around the house and binge watching TV all day. I heard that, brother. Well, you watching this Yankees and Red Sox game right now? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Uh. I missed how it got tied up, man. If you could talk a little bit about it, I, I was getting this thing set up. And my phone was off, and uh, I come in here, and I was trying to get it up on the Xbox and everything. What happened, man? I know the Yankees were up. The last time I, I walked in here, it was six to three. What happened? Uh, six to three, then they had the, the Red Sox had a double or a single, maybe, and then um, Christian Velasquez hit one off the top of the Green Monster, got scored. Um, he got a second somebody six four, and the next batter JD Martinez hit a two run bomb. Pops the field into the bullpen, and make it six to six. So, Man. That's where it's at right now. I'm not in the living room right now, but I'm assuming it's still six to six. Yeah, I, I've got it up on the uh, I've got it up on the TV right now, man. And Yankees are swinging. It's two outs, nobody on. IKF he just flew out to right, so that's tough, man. I. I hope I hope the Yankees don't lose back to back right here, man. They jumped out, won the first two games, and then the heartbreaker last night with Verdugo, and then 
I don't want to see heartbreak again tonight, man. I'd really like to get three out of four right here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you play them again next week. Right? So you want to uh, keep the momentum rolling, not let them. I mean, even though you got a 15 game lead, I mean, they win tonight and then they maybe take two or three out, take two or three next week. I mean, you get down to 12 games. I mean, that was, you know, a huge lead, but there's still a lot of baseball to be played, man. It's already been apparent. I mean, the Braves were way back from the Mets and they've already caught them. So, um, yeah. What is it, a game and a half now? Uh, yeah, game and a half or a game. And, and the thing is, man, the Red Sox are, are about to get all their pitching back. I mean, Chris Taylor's about to be back. Uh, Nathan Avaldi's about to be back. Um, so, I mean, that, you had those two guys back. That's, I mean, that's a Cy Young winner and a, a dude that's, you know, kind of turned his career around the last few years. So, um, you want to keep that lead, you know, in the in the division by where it's at. I mean, and the thing is, man, that division is tough anyway. I was just – they were talking about earlier, um, freaking Orioles. I mean, obviously the Orioles, you know, probably won't make the playoffs. But I mean, they're on an eight-game win streak. I think it's yeah. if they if they win, like if they win their next game, it'll be the there'll be the AL East will be the only division in baseball where all five teams or every team in the division is above five hundred. So insane, bro. And how about the Orioles, man? Just ever since they called up Adley, I just feel like they they it's been a winning clubhouse ever since that happened. Well, and it, man, the thing is, like he he's not you know. He's not going out there and batting, you know, 350 or anything. I mean, he's just playing decent baseball, being a good catcher. Um, and they just they just kind of started playing well. But I mean, I I'd be shocked if they're not, you know, competing consistently in the next few years, dude. Cause I mean, when you suck for as long as they have, you get the top two, three pick every year. Like mm-hmm. you would like to think eventually those are gonna turn into, you know, future big leaders. I mean, if not all I mean, Allie Rushman, I think is gonna be a perennial all-star. Um they had a question. They had number two pick a couple years ago, and kind of took they kind of kind of went off the wall and took uh, Hurst, uh, Heston Kerstad from Arkansas, which I mean, he was a stud in college. But I don't know if um, that was a pick they maybe. I mean, there were a couple other guys I think they could have taken. And um, I mean, this, this year's draft. I mean, I think if if they're smart, I mean, obviously I don't know what they're looking for, but I would assume they're going to go for the if they're going for the best player. They will be drafting Drew Jones, and Drew Jones might be in the big leagues within two years. Um, because that kid's a freak, but that, that that's a conversation for another day, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's baseball's in a good place right now. Um, a lot of the the big time teams, the people like to watch are doing well. Um, I think we we got to do something about Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. We got to get them both out of LA. Oh, man. They, I mean, I know they both signed contracts there, and that's, that's on them. But I'm thinking they, they were promised or they were told something that just hasn't came through yet. I mean, like, there's just no way that you – I don't know, man, that you can convince the two, two – obviously, Mike Trout's the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. And then Shoei's probably the best player in the world now, I mean, just because he can do both. I mean, and you convince both of them guys to come play for you in L.A. and you can't even make the playoffs. I mean, it's – I mean, I don't think there, there might be – I think there might be – Third, fourth place in their division, like, and their division is not strong outside of the Astros. So it's kind of, it sucks, man, for baseball because it's like you want to see those. Like, it sucks that you know those guys aren't playing meaningful baseball past August. It's like, man, like, yeah. they're they're thirty nine. I, I saw a thing earlier since May something or whatever. They're like eleven and thirty one. They have the worst record in baseball. And now, granted, Trout's not playing great. I mean, he's bat. It's it's crazy. They're saying you know people are oh Trout's having one of his worst years of career. And he's still batting two seventy with. Uh-huh. 25 bombs. It's like, yeah, he's his swing swing and miss percentage. I think is a little bit higher than normal. Strikeout rate might be a little bit higher, but like, I saw I've seen a couple of strikeouts he's had the last couple of days where like he got struck out looking. And some of the pitches were just not anywhere remotely close to the strike zone. It's like, man, like, this is Mike Trout. You're not you don't ring Mike Trout up on something yeah. that's borderline. Kind of like Sandy over there and Judge. Like Aaron Judge is one of those guys. Like his strike zone is a little bit different than you know IKF. Like they get they. They get the benefit of the strike zone because of who they are. I mean, it's just like if you watch basketball or if you watch NFL football, like certain players get, you know, get away with things that other players might not be able to get away with just because of who they are. And it's, I don't know, man, it's, it sucks that Trout and Tony are stuck out there. I mean, I saw the other day that like Trout was through for five with a home run, two stolen bases. Otani was through five with a home run, a double, and they got beat five to one. It's like, yeah. or five to two or something like that. And it's like, man, like, That's, I, I was going to ask you, DG. I, I I was going to ask you, man, like, I saw a thing Ben Verlander tweeted the other night. They lost 11-4. to four. 
Uh, and Trout had two doubles, and Otani had a double with a bomb, and they lost eleven to four, bro. Yeah, like, and you know, a, a, a thing with with Trout and everything, like. I, I, I can kind of see him being unhappy now because, uh, you know, you watched him out in center field the other night and their pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. He was tipping his pitches and everything. And Trout's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you're trying to show him out in center field. He's like, you're tipping, man. Like, they know what's coming. And, and it's yeah. all with your hands and everything. And I just feel like the frustration's starting to boil over. And I don't think Mount, uh, Mike Trout is that kind of guy to go into a you know, a general manager's office and say, hey, you know, I'm sitting out until you trade me or something like that. I don't think he's that type of player. But I, I need to get him out of L.A., man. I need to get him out. I need to get him out. I, I want to see him and Otani. I want to see them in the playoffs. And it's just Anaheim and, and whatever the hell they're called, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It's just not, it's just not happening, man. It's not working yeah. out. And they need to change the scenery, man. Uh, I had Jeff Fletcher on here about a month and a half ago, and the Angels, bro, it was literally right before the Angels lost, what, 15 games in a row? Yeah, fired a coach and everything. Yeah, and, and you know, I said that when they fired Joe Madden, I was like, you know, I just – I thought that was the worst move possible. I understand he had lost 12 games in a row, but I just felt like that was just absolutely the worst thing to do. I thought it was a terrible move. But they just fell off the face of the earth, man. They have no pitching. Um, Taylor Ward went to the he went to the IL for a little bit, man, and and um, just the injury bug happens, and they just fell off, man. And DJ LeMahieu just uh, coast out in the right field and dropped a little Texas leaguer. And uh, Toy Story's on first, but DJ man, uh. One thing I wanted to ask you while we were talking about this Major League Baseball is I don't know if you saw today, but the Braves acquired Robinson Cano from the Padres. What do you feel about that? Uh, I, mean, I don't think it makes a difference. I mean, he's not going to play. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's not Robinson Cano of old. I mean, Robinson Cano of the Yankees was an elite, elite baseball player. Yeah. Um, he's just one of those guys, man, like he's gotten old. And he just, uh, for whatever reason, that – I mean, I guess he still loves playing. He just hadn't decided to hang him up yet. But, um, I mean, I don't even know where he fit in in their lineup. I mean, I know, like, he was with the Mets. They optioned him, obviously. And then the Padres picked him up. And excuse me, they realized he obviously don't fit in their their lineup. And, I mean, the, the Braves just won a World Series. Like, it's, it's not yeah. like they need, a you know, somebody come in and bring a winning culture into the locker room. Like, they've got that winning culture now. Um I mean, do I think Robinson Cano could help? Maybe. I mean, if you pinch him every once in a while and he can come bombs, but like, he's not the second baseman he once was. Um, I mean, who, and right now in that lineup, man, like, who are you taking out? Like, and then when Ozzy Albies comes back, like, that's your second baseman. You don't need a D, like, you don't need a DH. I mean, you got, I mean, I guess maybe Duvall, but I mean, Duvall last year was a 290 hitter. Like, he's not a, Bad player, he's just not having a great season. But I mean, it's better than whatever Robinson Cano's going to give you right now. Um, I mean, again, is it, I don't think it wasn't like they gave up anything to get him. So I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt. But I mean, I just don't see. I don't see it lasting, or I don't see it really, you know, panning out or having any impact on their season. I tell you what, DG. I know a lot of people don't really look at this man, but veteran presence, veteran presence goes a long way, and. I think he could just kind of eat some innings with, with you know, Ozzy being out right now. I think he could eat some innings, get a pinch hit at bat here and there, and maybe, you know, he, he kind of finds a spark like the Yankees found a spark with Matt Carpenter. You know, you throw him in there and he hits a bomb. Or uh, that, That's been one of the special stories of baseball season for me this year is Matt Carpenter, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, and, that, and I, you know, I kind of think that's – that might be what Braves fans are are kind of hoping for is you go get a guy like that and you bring him in, you pinch hit him a couple times, and he might run into one. that I know they love those lefty bats right there in Atlanta. And 
I, I think that, you know, that, that might be the, it. that might be the route that the Braves are looking for. And uh, I never, I'm never going to sit here and doubt um, AA, the general manager for the Braves, man. He's, he's probably the best in the business right now, especially after all the moves he made last year. Yeah. He's, and, yeah, he's definitely, I'd say he's one of the top guys for sure. No doubt, man. And Araldis Chapman, bro. I mean, I'm sitting here watching this game and he, his command has went to pure dog shit, man. He can't, he can't throw a strike to save his life. Like, it is terrible. Like, AB, AB's on the top step right now, DG, and he, he's pissed. He's pissed. Yeah. I mean, anyway, anyway I, I know we're on the Yankees right now, but I had something I was going to say about uh, the Angels a few minutes ago when I forgot. Yeah, um, go ahead. Man, at some point, I, I think. I don't, I don't know what Otani's uh, contract is or whatever, but um, you would th- you would think at some point, man, if it, if, if something different doesn't change, you know, some things don't start changing, like they just don't have a, a winning culture. If you come in fourth place in the AL West again, um, yeah, the Astros are only getting better. I mean, like they're gonna like Bregman's gonna sign back, Altuve's gonna sign back, Pena's a rookie. Kyle Tucker's not going anywhere. Alvarez probably is not going to go anywhere. Like, because you're starting to get to where, like, that, like, I know Correa kind of was the guy that seemed like the dude that wanted to go get the big money, but I don't feel like any of them other dudes are going to be like, hey, you know what? I, I don't like winning. Let's go make a lot of money. Like, those dudes yeah. have won. They know how to win. Um, and I, I think, I mean, shoot, I think, I think Correa kind of screwed himself. I mean, like, I think that's one, why he only signed a two year deal or whatever it was with that Twins, because, like, he left. You know, and no one – I guess I thought the Yankees would go get him, but I guess, you know, for whatever reason we didn't, which I guess now it's, you know, worked out. But um, I think, dude, I think if the Angels are smart, they would put Mike Trout – definitely Mike Trout because, I mean, he's signed. He's, he's under contract for however more years. And depending on what show his, you know, contract is, I'd put both of them on a trade block because you're going to get – I mean, you're going to get every team's best – prospects, if not their best prospects on top of their already best players in the pros. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if, if... Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, if, if you throw Mike Trout on a trade, like a trade block right now, and let's say, I mean, hell, I don't even know. Every team in baseball outside of maybe the, the Yankees and maybe the – shit, probably maybe even the Yankees. I mean, hell, I, I'd say, hey, look, you take – Vol, Volpe or whatever the heck his name is. Take Dominguez. Take whoever you want. We'll give you Stanton. We'll give you – I mean, name anybody you want for Mike Trout. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he is the best player in baseball. Best, best, you know, overall – I mean, at least consistently for the last 10 years. So, it's like he's going to – if you put him on trade block, you're going to get – which, I mean, granted, obviously you get prospects. That turns into like a, hey, this is a projected thing. But it's like – I mean, you never know, like, because if, if you hold on to him, and he's like, "Hey, look," like you said earlier, like, "Hey, I want to leave." Like, I'm sitting on the bench until you trade me. It's like, okay, well then, they got to get rid of him, so people might not offer as much as they would possibly offer before. It's like, well, if you just kind of throw him on a trade block, people might offer him. When then again, it's like, which it sucks that he did sign a long term contract with no kind of opt out deal or whatever. So it's like he is in a way stuck unless he does request a trade, but. You would think at some point, man, the Angels like, look, dude, like, or Mike Trout. You would think just, I mean, hell, he's done so much for that organization, anyways, other than let him, you know, help him win because they just won't help him. It's like, man, like, hey, we're going to put you on a trade block, see what we can get out of that, and see if a good team will come get you so you can maybe, you know, be the guy that baseball wants you to be. Because, like, right now, man, like, again, as fans, we're getting screwed because the Angels are so trash that come September, October, I guess where Mike Trout's at. Mike Trout's in. Philadelphia watching Eagles play football instead of playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, bro, and and I think Otani's gone. I think he's got like two years left, maybe or or a year left or something like that. I'm not really sure. I haven't looked at it, but I feel like he's out, man. I feel like he doesn't want to be there anymore. And, and that's what I'm saying, but if, if you're the Angels, and let's say he has two years left, like throw his ass on the trade block, dude. Get some. Yeah. Like, 
Because if you don't, he's gonna walk, and you're getting nothing out of it. Yeah, so, you're getting nothing. Like right now, like if you have, if because if, if he's got a two year deal left or two years left on a contract, that's not a rental. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's getting it for two years, and depending mm-hmm. on where he goes, like they that team may sign him back. But even if they don't, like you're gonna get probably their best player that's already in the big leagues, and maybe their top three, you know, prospects, or maybe their next five year first round picks. I'm like, I saw a thing this morning on some uh, like fan graphs thing talking about. Based like some, it was like calculating all his like show his stats and stuff like based on his pitching and his hitting, and they were saying that like he's obviously he might not get this contract just because of how crazy base you know because baseball money is wild and I don't know how the hell the Angels or whoever gave him this money will be able to pay anybody else on the team, but they're saying that right now they can see him signing for ten years six hundred and twenty five million dollars. God, yeah, and it's like bro when Mike Trout signed for the deal he signed for everybody was like damn that's huge and it's like now this dude's about to. Go over two hundred and fifty million dollars more, or two hundred and twenty million dollars more. It's like, dude, like, if you're the Angels, get rid of like as much as you want him to be good, and as much as you want him to be the guy that takes you to the playoffs. Like, he can't do it by himself. Him and Trout are trying. Obviously, right now, I mean, the dude's batting two seven. Both of them batting two seventy. Both with twenty home runs. Otani has got the second best ERA in the, in the American League. I think he's had like six or seven straight starts with less than one earned run. Like. Get what you can out of him now as far as prospects or draft picks or players and just let him leave because two years from now when it's contract year, and he's like, hey, you know what? I'm not staying in this shithole of a team. Get me out here. And then they get nothing out of it except for, hey, thanks for being the guy who, you know, developed Shohei Otani for a couple of years and let him get good in the pros. And now he's 27 years old and he's got 10 more years on his life, on his contract or 10 more years of his playing career and he's going to be a superstar somewhere else. So it's like, the Angels are in a weird spot. The Angels got a lot of stuff to figure out in the next two years or however long to, before that thing. Because, like I said, that maybe the Trout they might have locked up forever. Trout might not be able to get out of it unless the Angels are just nice and say, hey, look, we want you to do something besides he's still here. But Otani's gone if they don't do something about it. No doubt, man. Uh, I agree with you right there 100%, man. And, DG, getting into this all-star game, man, uh, the rosters were released, starters were released, and, you know, I think there's some uh, some snubs. I think uh, there was a couple guys who should have been starters who were reserves, and we're here to talk about it, man. And, and first, I, you know, are, are you excited for the All-Star game? And, and I want to ask you, uh, is the MLB the best All-Star game? Is it better – then the NHL is it better than than you know the, the Pro Bowl? And I don't even want to bring up the Pro Bowl, uh, the NBA All Star Game. Man, how excited do you get for this All Star Game? Um, not nearly as excited as I used to get, man. Because like it used to mean something. Like yeah, when you know American League team won or National League team won, like that team got the home field advantage in playoffs, which are in the World Series. Which yes. looking back at it was kind of weird. Like you know, it's kind of stupid that. I mean, like, what if the Yankees get to the World Series? They're obviously going to have probably the best record in baseball, and they play a team that's like the sixth seed out of the National League. But oop, the National League team won the All Star game; they get to host the World Series. Like, it was kind of it was kind of stupid and like backwards the way it worked. But at the same time, it kind of gave the game meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like I like watching the game. I mean, I'm more I, I enjoy watching home runs every more do because it's like you never have high score in All Star games because you got the best, you know. 10, 12 pitchers in both leagues pitching. So it's like you got dudes just coming out each inning just pumping 100. And it's like, well, these dudes aren't going to score. Like, And then, every, I mean, your starter guys get, what, two at-bats max, and then, like, they take them out, which, I mean, obviously guys are backups or studs too. But um, I, mean, I guess out of the, all the pro game all-star, I mean, I, I'd rank it second. I, I like watching the NHL one a little bit more just because it's three-on-three. Three, it's high pace. It's a lot of, like, a lot of goals. Um but I mean, it's 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 definitely second. I mean, NBA and NFL All Star games are a joke. But um, yeah, I mean, it, I think I think it's fun because it's like it gives like it's it's cool to see the guys like kind of um, come out of like, you know come out of pocket, but be a little different. Like you know, wear some crazy excuse me, wear some crazy cleats or you know. Go crazy with their socks. I, I know, like I don't, I don't have it right now, but I, I used to still with my parents. I had MLB Network, man. And I used to love watching the um, the red carpet, like the day of the world, the day of the game, and, like watch all the dudes show up and like their crazy outfits, and like they would do like a fashion show basically for like the dudes that you know in the game. 
Yeah. And some of them, you know, just keep it basic and wear like a, you know, a nice button down on some pants. And then some of them show up in like tie-dyed suits with no shirt on, like a top hat or something. And it's like, man, that's the strangest thing I've ever seen. But it's the all-star game. Like, it's cool. Like, wear, you know, wear it if you want to. But yeah. um, as far as like all-star games, as far as professional sports all-star games go, I'd say it's probably second. I mean, I enjoy watching it. Um, because honestly, to me, it's really like the last game that to me isn't even fun to watch for baseball until probably the last two weeks of September. Because no August baseball sucks. I mean, it, it don't it matters obviously, but like as far as a fan's you know perspective, it's like man, these games they still got a whole month left before the playoffs. Matter. And like obviously being a Yankees fan, like if they go into all they go into August with a 15 game lead, it's like dude, like they're gonna have to just collapse to not win this division, like. Yeah. I mean, the Red Sox are going on a 20-game win streak. If the Yankees don't lose 20 games in a row, guess what? You're still not in first place. So, it's like it doesn't really matter. But um, to me, I'm, yeah, I enjoy watching the game. I, I like the festivities of it all. Like, um, home run derby is fun to watch. I wish we, I wish there would be a way that they would, like, force the best home run hitters in the game to be in home run derby and not, yeah. just, Thank not you. just give us these random – the home run derby, like – it's kind of sort of like what I would say the maybe a three-point contest is. Like, they, the dunk contest is always trash. Like we always get the random yeah. guys that no one ever heard of. Three-point contest, like, you'll get, like, four superstars maybe, and then, like, the rest are kind of, like, somewhat big name, you know, like medium, like middle-of-the-road guys or whatever. But, like, I want to have a home run there where it's, like, I want Shohei, I want Judge, I want Bryce Harper, I want Mike Trout, I want Pete Alonzo. Um, give me Stanton, um, Jordan Alvarez. Like, bro, I want dudes that are just gonna hit moonshots for two hours. Yeah. I don't, I don't need these guys to come up there that's gonna hit. Like, oh man, we got. I mean, I can't even think of somebody random. They just throw in there. Like, I don't even know who's hitting in it this year. I hadn't even looked at it. I don't, I don't know. I don't. They they probably haven't picked yet. But um, I know there's been years, man, where it's like, do they give us like the most random guy? Like. You have, you know, Pete Alonso obviously was winning in it because it was just because it was in uh, New York. But like this year, like if you're the Dodgers, like who do you like? You know, usually like the the host team has somebody in it. Like who would you say is a home run here for the Dodgers? Like you're not gonna like Freddie Freeman's not a home run guy. Like you're not gonna throw Freddie Freeman if it just to drop nukes. Like yeah, I honestly, I want to say Trey Turner might be leading their like leading their team in home runs. Like Trey Turner and obviously Mookie Betts hits home runs. But I think Mookie Betts he's hurt been hurt. It's like I don't know if he has as many as Trey Turner. It was like, Trey Turner's not a home run guy. Like, you're not throwing Trey Turner in a home run derby. Like, I mean, like, if you look at the starters on the All-Star game, like, Vladdy, Vladdy, he'd be fun to watch. He drops bombs. Mm-hmm. Judge, Trout, Stanton. Acuna would be fun. Oh, Jock, Jock Peterson. Love to watch that when he has nukes. Um, obviously, Harper's hurt. Byron Buxton would be fun. Oh, God, man, that would be – that would be – Yes, you were. I mean, they're, they're, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's. I wish, like, I wish it was like, hey, if you're an All Star game, you have to be in home run. Or like, it's only the guys that are All Stars. Like, I feel like sometimes it's just random guys that didn't even make the All Star game. They're like, hey, you hit twelve. You know, you hit seventeen home runs before the All Star break. Come be in the home run derby. Like, <laughs> which I know sometimes they like getting the young, like you know, maybe a rookie or a second year guy that's like on his on to come up. It's like, hey, man, this is like this will be your chance to get your name out there, like become a household name, especially if you win. And it's like. Yeah, but people at home don't care about watching these random dudes hit home runs. Like, we want the guys that are just – if they're not hitting home run, it's because they, they just popped a shrimp in there. It's either 600 feet or it's, past, you know, bouncing off second base. Like, mm-hmm. like, the year that Judge – I guess he was in – I think it was in Miami the year he won it. Dude, like, they were hitting balls off the back of that freaking building. Like, yeah. That's what we want to see. Like, that makes the home – especially now that they've changed the format. Now that it's like they got the four minutes, you just hit as many as you can. Like, there's mm-hmm. not the stupid 10-out thing, like – so now they don't sit there and take pictures for an hour. Like they just come up and just hit bombs for four minutes straight. Like, give give me the best home run hitters in baseball. Like, for the you know four for the AL, four for the NL, and let's roll. Like, I don't need the stupid team crap they do now or whatever. They, I, I know they got a weird format for it too. So yeah, they do like one one v eight and then two v seven, three v six, and all that stuff. And man, like the All Star game for me. I'm kind of with you. It used to mean something. I still get excited for it because we're getting to watch the best of the best, right? But one thing that has gotten kind of under my skin, man, and when you know we're on here to talk about with this All Star game is 
you know, you mentioned the home run derby. I still get excited about that. I love watching it. It's it's a blast. But man, the all star voting, all right, the voting that goes into this stuff, it, it's it's a popularity contest, DG. Yeah. It's gotten to it's gotten to be a popularity contest, man. And you know, that's why I wanted to come on here tonight and talk a little bit about who got snubbed, you know, who should have been a starter. Because I look at some of this stuff, man, and, and I'm just like, you know, some of these cats, they stay in a lot of people uh, in the media's mouth. And so, yep. you know, hey, you're gifted an all-star spot, all right? And it's just kind of trash to me. Like, I feel like the game could be so much better if we would get away from the popularity thing. And yeah. this yeah. thing could be about who really actually deserves it. Yeah. But I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to put the biggest names under the lights the one night that the whole world's watching. You know, you want you want the biggest names out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, man, getting into this thing, and you know, I, I want to start with the AL because I got a couple. I got a couple here, and I want to I want to call out the starting lineup. Okay, the starting lineup, man. You got Alejandro Kirk behind the plate. You got Vladdy Jr. at 1B. You got Jose Altuve at 2B. Tim Anderson at short. Devers at 3B. And then your outfield is probably going to be Stanton, Trout, and Judge. Okay? And then Shohei is DHing. And then Shohei is DHing. All right? So, where on that list in those starters do you have a gripe with somebody in that starting lineup? Um, I'd say probably two people, man. Um. I, in order, I don't. I don't really know. Like Alondra Kirk, I guess he's having a good season. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, and I guess there's really not the American League's not you know catcher heavy. I guess like there's not really any big name catchers in the American League. Mm-hmm. Um, Vladdy, obviously, like his is a popularity contest, but it's also more like he's a stud. Jose Altuve is good. Devers is good. I don't agree with Tim Anderson. Thank um, you, um, Tim Anderson. I mean, like obviously Tim Anderson is stud. Like, but he's missed a lot of time. Um, made a lot he, of errors. Yeah, but like, it's, and then I'm not. I mean, starting wise, I don't think Stanton should be playing. Like, I think yes, maybe he's, deserve, he's deserving of an All Star. You know, maybe a game like a parent. But like, I think I would I would slot and Xander Bogarts a shortstop for Tim Anderson, and I would have put uh, Alvarez over Stanton and start. Like, yes, Stanton and Devin, or Stanton and Anderson. Could both still be on, like, could have made the team, but like, I mean, just standing batting 235, dude. Like, yeah, he's got 20 bombs, but like, Jordan Alvarez is probably second place in the American League voting for MVP right now, maybe third, I guess, because Judge and Otani. But like, the dude's got 26 home runs, he's batting like 290 with like a, I think he's at the highest OPS in baseball. It's like, dude, like, that guy deserves a start to me. I, like you said, like, I like the fan vote, but I wish. I wish the starters were based more. I wish there was like a like a list. Like, hey, Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. These are your two options for catcher based off statistics. These are your two options for first base based off statistics. Like now, granted, I know some stats are kind of skewed and like, oh, well, this guy's war's higher than this guy, but he's only batting, you know, 240. But it's like, okay, well, his defensive war might be better. What we're not worried about war, but it's like again, Tim Anderson, like Xander Bogarts is a stud, man. Like, I think Xander it's funny to me because like I feel like when you ask people like, oh, who's the top five shortstop in baseball? Like somehow he gets left out of that conversation all the time, and he's probably the yep. best one. Um like in my opinion, like 
Defensively, he's a stud. He's not, I feel like he's never had a down season to play. He plays in the big one of the biggest markets in baseball. Like mm-hmm. he's performed his whole career. I mean, like outside of maybe Trey Turner and Danzy Swanson, like those might be the only two people right now this season that I say are playing better than him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tim Anderson definitely is not playing better than him. Um, so yeah, it, in the American League, take take out Tim Anderson. Give me Rafa, give me uh, Xander Bogarts, and then um, take out Stanton and give me Alvarez. And, then, and other than that, man, like it's tough because like Rafael Devers is having a hell of a season, but so is Jose Ramirez. So it's like it sucks they both play third base, but like you know it is what it is. Like they're both all stars. Um, but yeah, I think I think that'd be the those are the two on the American League that I don't quite uh, don't quite agree with them being starters. Yeah, man. DG, uh, you you really hit the nail on the head, man, because here's my thing. Here's my thing, okay? I'm cool. I'm cool with Vladdy at first. I think that Ty France should have been slotted in there. But like you said, a little popularity contest, you know, the the name kind of gets you in there. I understand it. Ty France kind of dealt with some injuries right here towards the All-Star break. I get that. I'm fine with that. I'm not mad about it. The one I'm kind of mad about, man, is this Tim Anderson deal, okay? I'm I'm looking at Xander, and I see batting 309, got a 386 OBP, a 449 slugging, and an 834 OPS, okay? And I look at Tim Anderson, and I see a 318 average, with a 358 OBP, a 427 slugging, and a 785 OPS. All right. Xander's hit, I think, what, two more home runs? Xander's hit two more home runs. And he's been he's been the, the damn I mean back brace for this Red Sox team, man. Like when they when they went on this run here. And and got it above five hundred, man. Like like he was the guy, you know. Him and Devers, I mean. And you got Tim Anderson, man, over here. And and I know the thing that happened earlier in the year and all that. I'm not going to say that that's what got him in there, but I feel like they kind of pushed him in there um, for the for the stuff that happened earlier in the year. Like I I just I don't agree with him being a starter in the All Star game. Like, no, I'm just – I'm a huge fan of Tim Anderson. Uh, I got his jersey hanging in the closet. But I feel like this was another uh, media thing, pushing him in over Xander, and I'm just not a fan of it, man. And like you said, with with uh, J-Ram and Devers at 3B, it kind of sucks. They both play 3B, both of them having hellacious years. My one big thing is the DH position with Shohei Otani, all right? I know a lot of people stay on their knees for Shohei Otani. All right. I love him. I think he's great for baseball. Um, I think he is, you know, right now he's the face of baseball, in my opinion. But please tell me in what world is Jordan Alvarez not a starter in an all star game? All right. And like you said, John Carlos Stanton, should he be in the all star game? Sure, absolutely. That's fine. Should he be a starter in the outfield? Absolutely not, bro. There is no reason why the MLB should have Shohei Otani at DH. They should have him out in the outfield with Trout and Judge. Man, could you imagine watching that outfield? Trout, Judge, Otani, and then you got Jordan at the DH slot? Like, come on, man. That's what it should have been. Yeah, I know. Honestly, though, you got to think about that, like, Shohei's probably mainly in the DH spot though, so like he's obviously DHing for the pitcher. That way, that way, if he doesn't get to start on the mound when yeah. they take him out, like when he goes in the pitch, it doesn't mess up. Like, you know what I'm saying? He still hits. Like if he hits, if he throws a second inning, but he hadn't hit in the lineup yet, yeah, he, it doesn't jack it. That that would be my only reason, my only guess as to why he got the DH spot and not Albert, and why they didn't just stick him in outfield. That's exactly it. That's exactly it, and. I just – I don't like it, though. I don't like it. Um, I, I think Jordan should have been slotted in there to be a starter, man. He is – he's right on Judge's heels in, in the MVP race, in my opinion, man. He really is. Like, he yeah. 
he is there, man. He's just been an absolute freaking stud this year for the Astros. Um, and then, man, who do you think is going to be the starting pitcher for the AL running out here? Uh, you know, you got guys like Shane McClanahan for Tampa. You got Justin Verlander after Tommy John and not pitching for a couple years, man. Um, he he was the first guy to 10 wins this year for the Astros. I mean, I, I you got to think it's one of those two guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you – that's that's another thing to do is like what do you base it off? If you base it off of statistics, it's probably gonna be McClanahan. It's like, mm-hmm. like yes, he doesn't have ten wins yet, but like he has every time he's pitched for the Rays, like he's given them a chance to win. Like he has been their guy. They can't hit, um, DG. Yeah, like that. That's their only problem. With if they had some hit, and the thing is like Glass now is about to be back, so their rotation is about to get even stronger. Um, but man, like, and, and you gotta think, dude. It's like it, it's almost to that thing. It's like you know if, if you're the I think the Astros. Dusty Baker, I think, is the coach, right? Yeah, because the yeah. previous. Yeah. So it's like you'd almost like uh, you'd almost think maybe like Verlander would probably go to Dusty Baker a little bit. Like I've been an All Star starter before. Like this dude's never started an All Star game. Like give him that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like give him, uh-huh. give him that spotlight. Like I've done it before. I've been, you know, I'm, I've been in the, the starting All Star game a couple times. I think he has with two different teams. So it's like, sure, Shane McClanahan might end up being a, a Cy Young winner in three years, but like hell, he might fall off the face of the earth after this year and never make it all-star game again. So it's like, give him that, you know, that opportunity that, you know, that's been presented to you. Um, Cause you know, like fans don't pick who wins or who starts an all-star game, but yep. you'd also like, that's another thing that's tough about pitching, man. It's like sometimes the guys who make the game as starters don't pitch because like the all-star game might fall on a Tuesday and they had just, they just started on Sunday before the, before the all-star game or Saturday. So it's like their turn to rotation comes up and like, they're not going to, hey, hey, coach, uh, I don't want to pitch tonight. We got the All-Star game Tuesday. Like, bump the All-Star game, dude. Like, you're our ace. This is a big game right before, you know, All-Star break. We win this. Like, we go into the All-Star break with a little bit of momentum. Like, so, like, that can obviously always kind of throw things off depending on where they are in rotation. Like, um, like I almost think, like, Garrett, I think I want to say I heard him say on ESPN, like, Garrett Cole throws next Sunday or next Saturday against uh, the Red Sox. So, it's like, he, um, I think he, I think Garrett Cole slotted for maybe tomorrow night. Or Tuesday, and then he'll throw again Sunday, Saturday, or Sunday. So it's like he's not going to start just because like his his time his like rotate his turn his turn to rotation falls obviously too close to the start of the game. Um, but I was watching like the selection show, or whatever they called it earlier on ESPN, and both of the guys were saying they they believe um, Shane McClanahan is going to get the start. So I mean, I think like I said, it'd be kind of cool to see somebody who's never started also again get the, get the, uh, get that opportunity too. So um, I, I I guess you roll with him. Yeah, man, and DG, here's my thing with it. I just don't want them to pull uh, the the father of time deal, you know, with with Verlander, man. Um, I think McClanahan deserves it. What he's done down there in Tampa has been phenomenal. Um, and, you know, look, I love Justin Verlander, but like you said, he's had his time, and it, it's, it's, it's McClanahan's time. And you pointed it out, you know. You said, "Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Justin goes to Dusty and says, hey, man, give it to this guy.'" But I kind of think that the media, I kind of think they want to go the route of this is Justin Verlander's uh, last run at it, and uh, put yeah. him out there, put him out there on the mound, let him start the All Star game, and let him go out on style. You know, let him go out in style, let him go out on top. And getting that last start, man. So that's how I think they're kind of got. They're kind of going to go with that. I think Verlander's going to get the start. I hope McClanahan does, but I think they're going to give this thing to Justin Verlander, man. And DG, with that brother, um, I mean that kind of. You got anything else for the AL? I mean, um. I mean, we're sitting here. I'm looking at relievers. I mean, uh, guys that are going to come in later in the game. Nestor, uh, he gets in there. Um, Alec Manoa, he gets in there. Garrett Cole gets in there. Man, what about the Garrett Cole slander? That That is one thing. You know, a lot of people down Garrett Cole, man, but um, dude's been dude's been nails. Like, like he's he's been solid, you know. Why do people hate on Garrett Cole so much? Your guess is as good as mine, man. I think maybe just because he's played for the Yankees and he signed the greatest, you know, the biggest um, contract for a pitcher ever. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I, 
I mean, is he the best pitcher in baseball? Probably not, but I mean, he's definitely top five. I mean, and like, it's not like, I mean, what's he been in the Yankees for three years now? I mean, like, he's been a sub three two, sub three three guy for all three years. He's gone, you know, he's won 15, 16 plus games both times. Mm-hmm. He's well on his way this year. He, he's towards the top of the list in strikeouts. Like, I don't know, man. It just seems like he gets roughed up one night and all of a sudden, oh, Gary Cole sucks. Like, no, nah, man, like, dude's giving home runs. Like, it what sucks is, man, if you watch the game the other night against the Red Sox, both pitches that, that Raphael Devers set out were absolutely beautiful pitches. He just hit the ball. Like, mm-hmm. one of them was a change up away, and Raphael Devers nuked it to the dead center. The other one was a slider in. He just got it, like, down like down around his ankles, and he just golfed it out of there. It's like, <laughs> that's just two good pitches, man. The, the, uh, a world-class hitter made you pay for it. It's like, man, like – the dude still got what a, a three three RA seven and two eight and two like has he had that crazy run like he had with the Astros where he didn't lose a game from like May to October no but like that's rare <laughs> I mean like he, you're the horse on the best team in baseball you know what I'm saying like you are the guy you're the ace like if the Yankees were playing a one game series tomorrow guess who they're pitching Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole. like yes Nestor's got you know he's America's sweetheart but no Nestor Cortez. Might be the fourth best pitcher for the Yankees if it came down to hey, let's throw who we're we pitching tomorrow. Nestor Cortez is fourth in line, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. third. But like, I'm rolling Garrett Cole out there. I'm probably going with Severino second. Like Severino's shown it, shown it in the playoffs. Like Nestor Cortez was a relief guy last year. Like, yes, he's having a hell of a season this year, but it's like the dude's never pitched in the spotlight. He's not bearing Garrett Cole. Like I know at the beginning he's oh man, Nestor Cortez should be the ace of the Yankees. Like absolutely not. Like, <laughs> Garrett Cole, like I saw a video the other day, I think it was like the year, the year anniversary from when he threw like a complete game shutout, like 13 strikeouts against the Astros. It was like mm-hmm. get that Garrett Cole still in there. Does it show up all the time? No. But like when he's on, dude, like that dude goes eight, seven plus innings, you know, 14 strikeouts, no walks, and two hits. And it's like then all of a sudden he has one game where he gives out four home, like three home runs and gives out four runs total, and all of a sudden he sucks. Like, man, like does he give up more home runs than most aces? Yes. But he also plays in the smallest park in baseball. So, a dude, he throws 100. You poke at the right field, it's a home run. Like, yes, it, it benefits his team as far as offense, but it also hurts with his pitchers sometimes. So, it's like I, – I don't – I've never quite understood it, man. It's like, again, it's one of those things like you play for the Yankees, you sign this massive contract, people are going to find a reason to hate on you. Um, I don't know, man. It's just – this. I mean, I, I know this has nothing to do with baseball, but – that's just the country we live in, bro. Like, just negativity all the time, no matter what it's about. So, yeah, I just had to ask you that, brother, because uh, I, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing you were is like, it's just negativity all the time. And I think he catches a lot of hate because he plays for the Yankees. He was given the big, huge $300 million <laughs> contract. And I think people just want to just want to be all over him because they say, hey, this guy was supposed to uh, perform. And he's not performing up to three hundred million. When in reality, I mean, he's doing pretty damn good. All right, and Dude, I think he's been. Let's. I'm looking up his, his record right now in the Yankees. Let's see. Booney got tossed. By the way, what's the score? Seven to six, Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, so Garrett Cole right now is this year. He's eight and two with three point two six ERA, ninety nine point. With 99 innings pitched, 125, 124 strikeouts. And let's see, since he's been with the Yankees, so three years, obviously one of them was the COVID year, he is 29 and 13, which sounds like, oh, man, he's you know he's the ace of the staff. Dude, he's, his ERA, his first year, 284. Last year, 323. This year, 326. Like, the dude's one of the best pitchers in baseball, and he has been for the last, you know, five years. No doubt. Like, like anybody who says he's not worth the money is just ridiculous, man. Like, I, I think, I think what a lot, I think it comes down to a lot of people like, oh, well, he's never won a Cy Young. Like, yeah, man, because Cy Young's one of those awards. Like, yes, obviously, it goes to the best pitcher, but like, I feel like the Cy Young's like kind of the Heisman Trophy. Like, there's years where dude, people who win the hot, like the guy who wins the Cy Young came out of absolutely nowhere, right? Didn't, who won it last year in American League? Wasn't it like Carlos Rodon or something like that? Like, yeah, I I think bro, I can't even remember from last year. I'm. Let's see, Cy Young last year, Robbie Ray. Robbie like, Ray, that's it, Robbie Ray. Because then uh, he went out to uh, Seattle, didn't he? And he's trash. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
And, and his stats weren't that much. He literally – the only reason he won was because his ERA was better. Like, he, Jared Cole had two, three more wins, one more loss, but uh, Robbie Ray's ERA was 2.84. Like, he did – Jared Cole had two complete games last year. Robbie Ray didn't. Like, it's crazy. Like, it wasn't like he had some, you know, crazy, crazy-ass year where he was just so much better than um, the Garrett Cole. So, it's like – yeah. Man, like sometimes that crap, like, oh, he don't have an award. He don't have it, you know. Verlander's got certain, you know, several or Cy Young's. Kershaw's got, well, so, like, it helps. I mean, like, it also doesn't help that the Yankees have the best rotation in baseball. So it's like when you're eight and two and the guys behind you are also eight and two, like, well, hell, like, is he really that good or is the team just that good? So it's like sometimes it makes it harder on you because of how good your team is. Like, the damn Blue Jays last year were what, middle of the pack? Like, so obviously when Robbie Ray goes out there and shoves, like it looks even better. But um, yeah, I I don't understand the the Garrett Cole slander. Um, same thing with like Clayton Kershaw, man. Like people who hate on Clayton Kershaw, like sure, did he have his struggles in the playoffs? Yeah, man. But like the dude's gonna, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's still balling right now at thirty five years old. Like same thing, like you know, what I'm saying? like pitch to me, it's like people just look for negatives. Like right now, if you look at baseball, like Clayton Kershaw. Uh, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are still probably three of the top four, five, six pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Like, Verlander and Kershaw are both all-stars. Scherzer's been hurt, but he would be an all-star if he wasn't hurt. Like, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's – again, like, people just try to find the negatives, especially – it doesn't help that you play for the Yankees. So, like, the media you face is a little bit different than everybody else's. But um, it, I feel like if you wouldn't ask any big-time Yankees fans, somebody that follows the Yankees really closely, like, they would be more – like. Was he worth three hundred million? Maybe not, but they would have gladly given him two hundred eighty. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not like he's you're not. Oh well, man, he was on. He's on worth two ninety seven. They weren't worth three hundred. Like bro, shut up. Like <laughs> so. No, I, I do not think the the hate that, that Garrett Cole gets is warranted. Yeah, I agree with you there, DG. A hundred percent, man. And and moving on to these uh, NL starters. <clears throat> oh, uh, that is deep. That is. Off the monster. This ten to six, baby. Yeah, ten to six. That is, that's that's probably gonna put a nail in the coffin right there. Uh, yeah, damn, that's tough. Uh, moving on to these NL starters, man. Look, out of this, out of this side, I don't really have a problem with this side. I know there's a little beef. People who listen to this podcast, some fans at the shortstop position, they're probably gonna think so. But I, I read you, I read you off this. You got Willie Contreras at catcher. You got Paul Goldschmidt at first base at two B. You got Jazz Chisholm three B. You got Manny Machado shortstop. You got Trey Turner, uh, and then your outfield is gonna be Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Jock Peterson. And then at the DH position, it was supposed to be my guy Bryce Harper, DG. But he had the surgery. He's not playing. So uh, they go to Willie Contreras, oh, uh, Willie Billy from the Braves, an absolute stud, man. He's going to slide in there to that DH spot, and he is going to get after it. So, man, uh, you know, I ask you, I, I'm kind of cool with this National League side. Do you have a gripe with it? No, nah, man. The only position that you can maybe even have a little bit of an argument for, I, I – I guess two positions maybe have an argument for is I think Machado at third, you could argue Arenado should be starting, maybe starting. Um, and like you said, we're going to have some fans that listen to this that, that agree with me. But um, Trey Turner and Danger Swanson, like they're both having incredible seasons. Um, it, it just helped me. This was the way. If it was in Atlanta this year, Danger would be starting. But it's in yep. LA, Trey Turner starting. It's, like, it's a it's a money draw, man. It, like, it's a, but 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 it's, it is. But it's also like man, like Trey Turner's a stud. Like Trey Turner's probably the best shortstop. I mean, it's, if 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 it's if him if him and Danzer one A, it's one A one B right now. Like yeah, they're both playing out of their mind. Like Danzer went three for six today. Like plays a hell of a shortstop. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went and obviously saw him play a couple weeks ago against each other, and they both had great games. I mean, like mm-hmm. we saw Danzer hit, hit two home runs and a couple doubles in two games. We saw Trey Turner go yard. Like, um, I mean, they are definitely again. That's kind of like the same situation with Rafael Devers and uh, Jose Ramirez. Like, it, it sucks that they can't both start. Like, but you know, it, it happens. There's only nine positions on the baseball field. Unfortunately, there's somebody in front of you who's 
have an equally good season, if not a little bit better, and it's in his home stadium. He's going to get the start. Yeah, I agree with you, DG. And, and you know, I'm looking at uh, Trey Turner's numbers, man, and uh, not shabby at all, like you said. Man, the dude's hitting 300. He's got a 350 OBP, uh, 475 slugging, and an 824 OPS, man. You know, look, I understand the Braves' gripe. I get it. Dansby has been just – on another level, man, like when we were up there, like you said, man, he we watched him play the day before they played the Dodgers, and he hit two bombs against the Giants. Yeah. I mean, absolute freaking laser beams. I mean, yeah. laser beams out of there. And, uh, you know, I, I understand it. I get their gripe. But like you said, in L.A., Trey Turner, all the spotlight, the Dodger fans, everything, the money grab. The popularity thing, it all kind of it all kind of goes back to that. And man, I'm sitting here and and I'm looking at Dansby. He's hitting 300. He's yeah, got their, their stats are almost exactly the same. Yeah, it's 355 OBP, 488 slug, and an 843 OPS. I mean, it's 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 identical. So yeah. I you know I agree with you. I I mean, L.A. Trey Atlanta. Dansby, I get it. Like, I get it. And and I know a lot of Braves fans, they're pissed off. But I, I'm kind of like – I know D-Lane couldn't be with us tonight, but I'm kind of like D-Lane, man. Trey Turner's been doing it the entire year where Dansby was really struggling at the beginning of the year. He was, like, struggling, struggling, like leading the league in strikeouts, everything just like – I mean – Atlanta fans were calling for his head. They were like, hey, we don't want you anymore. Like, you, you're, you're you're fucking gone. Like, you're out. Like, we don't want you in here no more. And all of a sudden, it flipped a switch, all right? I only know a few a few Braves fans who were uh, still backing him, and they were still wanting him in there, saying that he would turn it around. And now they're talking about wanting to re-sign him and everything like this. So, I'm right there with you, DG. I, I think uh, that would be my only concern. And, and you know, I, I just – I get it. I guess I guess that's what I'm going to say is I get it, man. Like, I understand it. And I, and I really think you hit the nail on the head with it being in L.A. They went with uh, – they went with Trey. So, you know, finally wrapping this thing up, man, the, the NL starting pitching. Uh, who do you think is going to get the nod on the bump for the NL – and uh, and I just want to hear what you got to say about that, man, and then we'll wrap things up. Oh, man. Um, I mean, you got so many options. Um, the fact that you got two Dodgers, um, guys that are made it as starters mm-hmm. with uh, Tony Gonzalez and Clayton Kershaw, I think it could come down to another thing. Like, what if, like, both of those guys are available? Like, does Kershaw, you know, tell Snicker, hey, look, man, like, I've started before. Let this guy get the start, but then it's like, okay, well, hey, this is maybe this is probably the last All Star game I might play in Dodger Stadium. Let me get the start. Like, I mean, if you go, if you're going, probably statistics, it might be Sandy Alcantara from the Marlins. Like the dudes, <laughs> I saw a stat with him earlier. Like he's gone like seven plus innings his last six starts, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, you can't get wrong. I mean, like you got Kershaw, Alcantara, Corbin Burns, Luis Castillo, Castillo. Uh, Max Free, Tony Gonzalez, and Joe Joe Musgrove, like, <laughs> like all he, I mean, like every single one of the dudes deserve a start, and it sucks because like they're not all even going to pitch. Because like I said, like mm-hmm. some of them probably throw Sunday or Saturday of next week, so it's like they're not going to get to throw an All Star game. But it's like um, that's why it's it's so hard to pick. I mean, I guess like it's going to probably come down to probably Clayton Kershaw or Gonzalez, just because they're again they're Dodgers. It's in L.A. Like one of those two will probably get the start. Um, if they're pushing that, you know, that kind of like the legends guy getting to play, like it'll probably, it, I guess it'd be cool to probably see Kershaw and Verlander just because, like, probably the last time they both get a start in an All Star game or having this kind of season. Uh, at the same time, because because Verlander's upper 30s, Kershaw's mid, mid upper 30s, like, again, it's the last time in Dodger Stadium. So, like, it'd be cool for him to get the start. Um, Free's going to be an All Star for probably the next 10 years. He'll get to start eventually. Alcantara is going to be an all-star. Corbin Burns is going to be an all-star. Like mm-hmm. some of these guys are going to be all-stars for a long time. Like, but Tony Gonsolin, is he going to ever? Is he going to be eleven and zero next year? Probably not. 
is Joe Musgrove going to be the ace of the Padres next year? Probably, maybe not. But it's like, um, but yeah, if you had to tell me, like, if you had a guess between the starters right now, like, I'd say Gonsolin or, or Kershaw, not necessarily because they have the best stuff right now or best statistics, but just because they're both starters and they're both having to play for the Dodgers and with it being in LA, like, it's just kind of like the storybook thing to do. Man, I'm going to tell you something, DG. The starting pitcher for the NL, it better not be anybody other than Sandy Alcantara. It better not. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed because this dude right here, man, 9-3 and three with a 1-8-2 ERA. All right. DG, I think he's went 12. What is it? What is it? It's like, it's like 9, 10, 11, 12 straight starts, something like that. I don't really know it off the top of my head. But he's had like so many consecutive starts into the seventh inning. It's insane, bro. He, I think maybe the last team to touch him up might have been the Mets. Uh, yeah, bro. The, it's 12, 12 games of seven plus innings. Sheesh. The last, the, last, the last game he didn't go seven plus innings was May 6th against the San Diego Padres. Padres. They, they only lost three to two. So he must have just yeah. had a lot of pitches. Like, yeah, Padres. My bad. I said the Mets. Padres. I knew, I knew, <laughs> I knew it was one of those league leaders. Up there, one of those uh, guys on on top that I know um, they yeah. So I think he, I think he had a high pitch count or something like that, man. But DG he he what 123 innings pitched, uh, but he's given up 25 earned runs. He's only given up six home runs on the year, 30 walks. Uh, he's got 107 Ks, dude. His 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 uh, FIP. He's got a 2.85 FIP. His whip is uh, .908. Like this dude's unreal, man. He's unreal. It, it, it's 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 strikeout to walk is three point five seven. It, it's 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 unreal, man. He, he's he's insane, man. And the Marlins, dude. Look, if they don't screw this up, DG, they're 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 the team of the future, bro. In my opinion, if if they don't screw this up, and I know it's it's. Crazy for me to say that, but because they've screwed it up so many times before. But man, they got some arms, man, and they got Jazz Chisholm, superstar. They got they got some pieces down there to work around. And I'm sitting here, I'm talking about Jazz Chisholm too, DG. I'm talking about Jazz Chisholm. All right. The last thing I want to wrap this episode up with, man, is. How do you feel about those Gucci shades he was wearing, dog? Like, is that is that not the future of baseball? I mean, I think I think the like the the flashiness he plays with, man. Like, to me, like I I enjoy watching him do because like he's like Tatis, but like he doesn't get to me the same amount of love that Tatis gets. Like, I'm not a huge Tatis fan, man. Like, I think he's extremely overrated. Yes, he's gonna hit 50 home runs, but like he's also gonna play the worst shortstop in baseball. Um, but he wears fifth, you know, five, ten chains on his neck, pimps home runs, got all the cool, you know, armband stuff. Any place with Padres on the West Coast is like, oh, you know, Padres are up and coming. Like again, he's a stud. But I, to me, like Jazz Chisholm is a similar player, but doesn't get nearly the love. And like I feel like Jazz Chisholm gets more hate than anything, just because like he's like, bro, like I'm a stud here in Miami, me and about three other guys, but like we need to get some other studs in here that want to win with us. And uh they're starting to win. Like that, that, like, you know, I heard, I know we were talking about it and y'all saying that some stuff that came out that he was like a cancer in the locker room. And he was like, man, I'm not like, who's, where y'all getting this from? And it's like, again, people trying to run with some negative story all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the flashiness. I mean, like you wear them shades and you just hit one off the top of the damn stadium in the same game. Like, bro, like, like he, he's already, he, he's already started taking his picture for MLB to show 23. Like he's already, they already got the cover made. He's just waiting for it to be released next April. Like, if, if he's not on the cover, man, I don't know what they're doing. I love that, man. Well, DG, you know, I just had to ask you that about Jazz, man. He's starting at 2B for the NL, and and I love to see it, man. I'm glad I'm glad he's there. Uh, I think he's a bright spot in the game of baseball. And, man, I've had a, I've had a, a, a fun time doing this episode, getting on here talking about some Major League Baseball, and I really enjoyed it tonight, DG. Yes, sir. So, sounds good, man. I did too. Uh, like I said, it, sometimes baseball is fun to talk about. Sometimes it's not. Um, but like, 
we got like an easy topic like the All Star Game, um, and you know, got a little different opinions and maybe maybe the people who voted for it or maybe the big time uh, you know sports shows. It's it's fun to chit chat about a little bit. That's a fact, brother. Well, DG, man, I'm going to hop off here, and, and uh, we'll call it a night, and we'll get back on here real soon and and uh, chop some more content out. Yes, sir, brother. Sounds good, man. All right, DG. All right, boss. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.